welcome to the 42nd episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So we talk a lot about software-defined networking and virtualization, and most of the time we're talking about greenfield networks or things that are happening outside the U.S., but on the 30th of June, AT&T made a pretty big announcement about how they will operate their 5G network in the future. Can you tell us a little bit about what they announced and, and why it's significant? Well, you know, AT&T here announced that Microsoft is buying the cloud assets and the intellectual property and technology that underlies the 5G core network that AT&T has. So this is basically taking the hardware, the cloud uh, hardware underneath it, and transferring it over to uh, Microsoft Azure for operators. This is the first time that basically an operator has uh, taken that part of the network and moved it over to a cloud business. You know, when you go back to 2016, AT&T sold its cloud service and business to Oracle because they knew that they couldn't compete against hyperscalers like uh, like Microsoft. And then when they built their underlying infrastructure uh, to virtualize their whole network, they had to build a cloud again. And this is the part that's being sold. And it's the same logic that if you're subscale, and their own network is even more subscale than if they would sell it all uh, cloud services to other companies, you can't take advantage of the massive cost reductions that come when you are a uh, a larger provider. And you know, Azure, Microsoft Azure is you know one of the the two three largest here, and it's the one that works most closely with uh, many operators. And so this is very similar to what Amazon announced with Dish. It's just one has no customers in a greenfield operation, and this has 175 million connections on it. So it's a little bit like you know changing the engines of a plane in mid-flight. Right. So they're transferring the technology as well as some personnel and some intellectual property over to Azure for operators, correct? Yeah, about 100 people or so, the whole IP that underlies it. And this makes Microsoft the instant leader in this segment. We always shrugged a little bit our, our shoulders about Microsoft buying, you know, a firm network and made a switch and, and that kind of stuff. And what are they doing here? This is not related to it because these services would probably run on that cloud part. but. This makes them now, you know, the instant front runner, because now they can go to other providers and say, well, "Are you interested in outsourcing your underlying infrastructure to us?" And you know, the 15th largest carrier in the world is doing it, so it can't be that bad of an idea. Right, and it really kind of leapfrogs Amazon in a way, right? AWS had signed a deal with Dish to operate their backend as well exactly. as Microsoft, correct? Exactly. And so, for example, on, on that deal, Nokia is providing the 5G core that runs then on the AWS cloud, whereas in this situation, 
AT&T continues to run its own core and all the other services on it, you know, from, from an AT&T perspective, it's completely transparent. It doesn't matter who owns the cloud infrastructure underneath it, as long as it's performing to spec and now with lower cost, cost structure, right? So what does this mean for operators for AT&T to be kind of the first mover here, as well as what does it mean for the, the hyperscalers, both you know, Microsoft, but also AWS and Google, et cetera? Well, it, you know, it, a little bit carriers like, like penguins standing at the cliff and everybody's waiting for somebody else to jump in. And when the first one jumps, everybody else gets the courage to jump into. And when it's a large provider like AT&T that's known to, to run a really good network, it makes other companies more likely to follow suit. So I would say in the next three to five years, 70% of operators will probably also outsource their cloud infrastructure on which their, their core network runs. What it means for, for hyperscalers like Microsoft or Google or AWS is they really have to up their game, right? The SLAs and the, the usage characteristics to run a the cloud that powers a core network have to be flawless. This thing does ca- cannot slow down or crash. You know, some of us are playing multiplayer online games. These games are all like online cloud games. No matter if you play Fortnite or... PUBG or, or, or War Thunder or whatever, you always see that there are hiccups with, when they pull their games together. That's like problems that are running on their, on their cloud. That stuff cannot, cannot happen when you run a network. So suddenly, with all these techniques that Microsoft is learning from AT&T of how to run an ultra-available, high-performance cloud network that can power a wireless 5G network, 5G network will really up their game and make them a much better hyperscaler than, than they have before. So it has both wireless implications and it both has, has cloud implications. And does, does being so directly hooked into a hyperscaler help from a mobile edge compute perspective as well? Yes and no. You know, in the end, I think a mobile operator will want to offer every hyperscaler because you don't want to say no to your client. And if the client has at least one of the, the, the big three clouds, you don't want them to switch around just for you because they might not switch around for you. So it's inevitable that the big MNOs in this country are going to partner with two, three, five, ten of, of these uh, mobile edge cloud providers. That market is still wide open, and there might be niche applications where it's even available for small clients. Right? So what should we look for next in this space? Well... I would look internationally next to this place because AT&T isn't a company that is instinctively partnering with a lot of things. Verizon is a company that instinctively likes to buy and own. And so them outsourcing the cloud infrastructure on which their core runs is a little bit hard to understand. I think T-Mobile is very busy in building out the network and are keeping things more stable on the core side. Yes, they have launched a 5G standalone core, but you know, not 
turned on any features here. So maybe T-Mobile will take a few years, but I would expect them to do this. But I think the next followers will come in Europe. And it will be very interesting to see who, who moves next. You know, an orange, for example, comes to mind that they would tr maybe try it in in Poland. Poland is, for example, Orange's trial network. So they always get the new stuff, but it's it's really one of their test markets. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. That's all we have time for this week. Thanks, Roger. Thank you.